Hello, friend. My name is Denise Renner, and I want to welcome you to my program, Time with Denise Renner. You know, it means a lot to me that you are watching this program because I believe that God has answers for us. He has answers for us in his word. He has answers for us through the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is so ready to operate and move on this earth because people are in such desperate need. And that is the heart of Jesus. The Holy Spirit's just like Jesus. Jesus said that. He said, I'm sending one that's just like me. And so the Holy Spirit wants to touch us. He wants to move. He wants to move on this program. He wants to bring a miracle into your life in this program. He wants to give an answer to you for a question that you have that maybe you've never told a single person, but the Holy Spirit knows about it. And I'm so grateful that you're with me today and that we get to look at this wonderful word together. I want to talk to you today about the greater one who lives in you and how the greater one can express himself through peace in our life. Is that awesome? Have you ever been in a situation where peace just came and you should have been upset, but peace came, it conquered? That was the greater one inside of you, expressing himself, making himself real to you through his peace. And that's what I want to talk to you about today. Before we start, I want to give you a testimony. And because people are getting touched and healed on this program and over the internet through YouTube. And so one person wrote, God's peace has filled my heart. During this time, my heart began to beat calmly and the suffocation that I felt has left me. Another one said, chest pain is gone. During Denise's prayer, I got the complete healing of the left breast from fibrous tumors and from pain in my abdomen. It was pain that I couldn't stand and it's gone. Don't you love that? I love that. That's for, and I am healed. Praise the Lord. That's the desire of the Lord. That's his desire right now is to touch us. Jesus paid that price. It wasn't in vain. His blood was not in vain. His suffering was not in vain. Him going to hell to punish sickness and disease and shame and hate and anger and every other kind of thing or sin to punish it in hell. It wasn't in vain. It was for us to receive by faith from him, the goodness, the miracles, and the healing that we also need in our lives. We need his presence. I'm telling you what, I need his presence. Well, I want you to know that I'm here. I want to hear from you. I want your prayer request, your responses, what God is doing in your life. We want to we want to celebrate with you. And if you have a need, 
we want to pray. So just call or write because we want to answer your prayer. Well, let's begin with the word. And we're talking about the greater one expressing himself. He's alive in you. The greater one's alive in you. And he's expressing himself through one of the gifts of the spirit. And that is peace. Actually, it's a fruit of the spirit. It's not a gift of the spirit. It's a fruit that manifests out of his presence in our life. It's the greater one. It's peace coming out of us because the greater one's inside of us. And it's peace expressing itself through the greater one. I want you to open your Bibles, if you can, to Philippians chapter 4, and it's verse 7. And this is a powerful verse because it's talking about peace. And it says, And the peace which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Now, my husband, who is amazing, he's a Greek scholar, and so I've listened to him for, we're going to be... Four decades I've been listening to him. And so I've learned a few things. But this, this word, to guard, it's like putting guards up over your heart. And peace says, no doubt, you're not coming in. No fear, you're not coming in. No gossip, you're not coming in. No, hate, you're not coming in. And peace stands like a guard, a guard that would guard a palace, let's say. And those guards, they stand there. Why do they stand there? Because they're protecting the precious people and the precious treasures inside of the palace. Well, your heart is more precious than any ruler or any treasures in anybody's heart, in anybody's, in anybody's castle. Your heart is precious and peace will stand there and peace will say, nope, you're not coming in. Nope, you're not coming in. Is that not powerful? And it says, it's past our understanding. I mean, this piece, this piece, it's when it's in operation, which is from the presence of God in you, the greater one in, in you. And you have peace when you should be upset. It's like, this is beyond my understanding. And you know what? It is beyond your understanding, but it's an opportunity for us to re recognize the power of the greater one on the inside and that he's doing a magnificent work through his peace in us. And when we should be upset, we're peaceful. Is that awesome? Because it says this peace of God, which surpasses all understanding. So, you know, okay, this is not about me. This is because of him. This is because of his presence in my life. This is my God's presence in my life. This is the presence of the Holy Spirit in my life. This is the presence of the greater one in my life. And he's expressing himself right now through peace. 
is that powerful. I just love that. And I want to give you some practical things because we don't just sit around and wish that we have peace or we wish we had it or, or I wish these problems would stop. A lot of peace that can come our way has to do with comes, what comes out of our mouth. When Jesus stopped the storm that the disciples were in and the disciples thought they were losing their life and they were screaming and Jesus, don't you care? Do something. Jesus didn't just stand there and wish that the storm would stop or the waves or the wind. He spoke to it. And a lot about peace in our life is about our mouth. And I want to show you some scriptures because we need the word of God to be a, a stability, to be an anchor because our emotions sometimes go off and it's not, they're not very peaceful. In fact, they could be fearful, upset, angry. That's not peace. But when we take a hold of the tools of the word of God, the word of God, which is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path, and it brings light where there's darkness, we begin to understand how powerful peace is and how much our mouth has to do with it. So let me, let's go to Proverbs. Now the first scripture I want to talk to you about is Proverbs chapter 15 and it's verse 1 and look at the power of this. A soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. A soft answer is more powerful than wrath. It will stop it, it will stop wrath. A soft answer. But a harsh word stirs up anger. So a soft word, a peaceful word. So let's say someone is accusing you of something or, or trying to get in an argument with you. And you recognize the peace of God in you. Maybe you have to excuse yourself and maybe you have to say, just a minute, I'll, I'll be right back and we can discuss this a little further. But I just need a minute. And go away and recognize what's so real inside of you, which is the peace of God. It's the presence of the greater one and he wants to express himself through peace in this situation. And if you recognize that peace, you will be able to come back to that argument and give a soft answer. Like, what well, I mean, I don't know what your soft answer could be. Maybe your soft answer could be, you know, I really don't know what else to say at this moment. Or, I love you and I just can't say anything else right now. That peaceful answer 
Because see, anger is real and anger is coming towards you. But the peaceful answer, it says, no, no, you're not coming in. And it actually stops the anger. That's what the Bible says. That's what we just read. That, a soft answer, turns away wrath. I'm talking about somebody powerful. That's powerful. If that's in a man or if that's in a woman, that is powerful. If that's in a child, that's powerful. You would think a peaceful answer is not powerful in the mind of this world. But no, you'd think somebody needs to stand up for themselves and, and argue and present their case and, and get angry and, and show their power. Well, your real power is a piece of God inside of you bringing forth a peaceful answer. And the Bible says it stops wrath. Okay, now look at this verse. Proverbs chapter 15, verse 28. The heart of the righteous studies how to answer. Now I'm talking about some practical things that we, we have to know and practice in our own life to be able to turn away that wrath, to be able to give that answer, to be able to recognize the peace of God on the inside and answer from there. Because the Bible just said, the heart of the righteous, well, if you're born again, you are righteous, studies how to answer. So you might have to, again, excuse yourself. Sometimes people who want to bring their case, and maybe they have a case to bring, but they, won't, they don't want to do it in wrath. Bible says to to speak the truth in love. So maybe you have some truth to say to somebody, but you don't want to say it in wrath. You want to say it in soundness of mind and in love. So it says, study how to answer. If you have something you need to say to somebody, you want to say it in love. We said that, not in wrath. Maybe you need to write it down. Maybe you really need to plan your thoughts that, that, you know, when you do this, it makes me feel that, or I, I just have to tell you what, what your actions are doing and, and how it's affecting me. I mean, different situations, different relationships, but the Bible does make it plain that we are to speak the truth in love and we can speak it from a peaceful place if we study how to answer. I told you at the beginning of this program, your mouth has a lot to do with the peace that you're going to experience. If you get in a situation and you just talk and talk and talk about that situation and talk to this person and talk to that person and talk to this person and that person. You're not studying how to answer. You're stirring yourself up. You're talking more and more and more and more about the problem. And this person needs to change. And I don't know what I'm going to do. You see, your speech, 
you're building a case in your own heart and it's not bringing you peace. You need to study how to answer. And your goal needs to be that when your answer comes, it's a soft answer and it turns away wrath. And that you speak the truth in love. That brings a peaceful answer. Okay, now look at this verse. It's in uh, Proverbs chapter 16, verse 23. And it says, the heart of the wise teaches his mouth and adds learning to his lips. Pleasant words are like a honeycomb, sweetness to the soul and health to the bones. Okay, so you recognizing the peace of God inside of you, studying how to answer, because you know your mouth has a lot to do with the peace that you're going to experience and the peace that you're going to give to other people. Because this word just said, pleasant words are like a honeycomb, sweetness to the soul and health to the bones. So not only can your peace be so conquering, in that difficult situation and you bring this peaceful word and it stop, stops wrath, but it brings sweetness to their soul and it even adds health to their bones. Is that powerful? That is powerful. That is a peaceful answer. I believe it not only brings peace, a sweetness to their soul, but it brings a peace, a sweetness to your soul. Not only does it bring health to their bones, but when that peaceful answer comes out of you, that you studied how to answer, it brings health to your bones. I'm telling you, I knew somebody many years ago in my life, and they would get so upset, and they would say all kinds of words, and after that, they would get sick. Why? Because of their words. Because of the words that came out of their mouth. They didn't give a peaceful answer. They didn't, uh, they didn't turn away wrath. They just stirred up wrath. Like, like that verse said. It says that the, uh, but the mouth of the wicked pours forth evil. If, if, we're, not, if we're not experiencing his peace. If we don't draw from his peace. Study how to answer then something else is going to come out. And we want to acknowledge the peace of God so that our power, it's power, it's power. A peaceful answer to turn away wrath, that is power. A peaceful answer to be so powerful, that peace, so powerful that it's, that, that it's honeycomb, and that is sweetness to the soul and health to the bones. I'm telling you, that's powerful. You know, in John chapter 8, Jesus did an amazing thing. Because it's when the uh, Pharisees and the religious leaders, they brought to him the woman caught in adultery. And they were saying, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? And the Bible says that, that they kept repeating it. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? And here's this pitiful woman caught in adultery that they just dragged up before him. 
and they stand there in their self-righteousness ready to kill this woman. The law says she should be killed. Jesus is in a very hard place. But because of the greater one, because of the greater one, a peaceful answer came out of him. He didn't accuse all of them. He didn't say, don't you know who I am? I could just speak one word and you just fall over dead. He didn't do that. He could have done that. He had that kind of power. But the peace. Friend, if you want to take control of the situation, take control with peace. Jesus absolutely in that moment took control of the whole situation. He wrote in the ground. We don't know what he wrote. He said to them, he who has the first stone and who, who, who's without sin, throw the first stone. The Bible says one by one, they dropped their stones and they walked away. But here was this woman caught in adultery She did deserve death by their law. But Jesus was so moved by peace that he said to that woman, woman, where are your accusers? Oh, there are none. Oh, I don't accuse you either. Go and sin no more. Do you see the power that he was moving in? The power of peace. He could have been so upset because they really presented him a hard situation. What are you going to do, teacher? Are you going to obey the law? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? But Jesus was ruled by that peace. And he's given you the same peace. And you know why I know that? Because the greater one lives inside of you. And he expresses himself through us. Through peace. Someone's listening to me right now and you are in a very difficult situation and you need the peace of God. You need the peace of God to rule like an umpire and just start closing the mouths of all the doubt, of all the fear, of all the confusion. I'm speaking the peace of God to you. If you're born again, that's peace of God lives inside of you through the person of the Holy Spirit, the greater one. You see, the greater one, he's greater than the storms that are around you. We already talked about how Jesus expressed his authority over the storm. That storm was about to take their life. That's what the disciples thought. But Jesus was in the boat. You know, when I've studied that that story so many different times, I thought, but Jesus was in the boat. They weren't going to drown. Jesus was in the boat. Well, that's what we could say to ourselves. I'm not going to... I'm not going to fail here. I'm not going to sink here. I'm not going to just mess this whole thing up because 
Jesus is in my boat. The greater one is inside of me. And he's greater than anything outside of me. And he's expressing himself through me in this situation through peace. Jesus took authority over that storm. He spoke to the storm. He used his mouth. We have to use our mouth and allow those peaceful words to come out of our mouth and stop the wrath. Jesus stopped the storm. We, through our own choice, can study how to answer and to give a peaceful answer. And like Jesus stopped the storm, we can stop the wrath that's coming against us with our own peaceful words. You have that power within you. I have that power within me. That peace is conquering peace. We see how Jesus conquered that situation. And that's his will for us. I have enjoyed so much sharing the word of God with you today. Now, I want to hear from you. Please write me or please call. Let me know what God is doing in your life. And I want to know what's going on in your life. Do you have prayer needs? We want to pray for you. We are serious about praying for you. So let me hear from you. If God does a miracle in your life, let me know so I can rejoice with you. And I'll see you next time on our next program. Women are powerful and very influential, but what kind of power and influence they have depends on what has happened inside their hearts. The Bible tells us of women like Jezebel, a woman who had no touch of God in her heart and used her influence to destroy her husband, her sons, and her nation. But the Bible also gives examples of women who were supportive, godly, helpful, and delivering. In this amazing 10-part series, 10 Powerful Women with Rick and Denise Renner, you will learn about an unnamed woman who changed history, a woman God radically changed, a woman who saved her nation, a woman who was delivered of demons by Jesus, a woman who gave her living room to Jesus, a woman preacher in the New Testament. Whether you are a man or a woman, this powerful series will help you embrace who God wants you to be and is available in digital or physical format starting at just $20. In addition, we are also offering you the book, All the Women of the Bible. The world needs men and women to embrace their God-given destiny and to make a difference in the lives of those around them. This book is filled with examples of 400 named and unnamed women of the Bible, and it is amazing. We know it will be a blessing to you. This insightful book by Herbert Lockyer can be yours for just $19. Don't miss this special offer, this series, 10 Powerful Women, and the book, All the Women of the Bible. Call the number on your screen now or go to renner.org to order. Call or go online now.